Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Boys and girls, welcome to another episode episode of the Spears and Steinberg podcast. Hello. Uh, hey, there we go. Um, this is uh, email time. Uh, I wish I had a creative way to do this, but I don't. So, oh, Steve. I'm just looking on the TV. Is Pete that really? got a movie? Yeah, it looks really good too. Holy shit! Okay, it's something of uh, what I forgot what it is, but yeah, it looks, right, looks good. Uh, that's the best you're gonna do to the emails. What's up? Just oh, Steve. Oh, Steve. Yeah, it didn't even have any heart, no soul. Well, nigga, you take a stab at the motherfucker. <laughs> shit, I'm, I've been doing it. I'm running out of ways to say oh, Steve. Uh. Okay, um, this first one is from Justin Burris, Sons of Anarchy. Uh, what up, Aries? Uh, you read my email from a while back when I asked when you'd be coming to Boston. Very much appreciated, and I like the direction you're going in, and I hope your success continues to grow long, long overdue. Quick side note, Andy got my respect, wasn't feeling him and his monotone voice and opinions, but dude is honest and real, so much love, Andy. Now about sons. <laughs> I guess I have to say thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just to help my boy out, as now I'm not completely alone in the Negroes who like sons. <laughs> A few episodes ago, you and Andy were talking about the show, and you mentioned Sam Crow as Jax's stepfather. His name is Clay, Clay, old guy who's the president of the club, banging Peg Bundy. Sam, ah, Sam Crow, however, is the club itself. Got you. All right, all right. Sons of Anarchy, Motorcycle Club, Redwood Original. Sam Crow is our main club, but as you probably already know, has other characters all over. And it just took me or Tara's looks. Uh, and it just took me or Tara looks, all right, and can get it. It just is. It, oh, is it just me? Goddamn, now I'm fucking up. $10, a lot of money. Aries. 
<laughs> and, and, and is it just me or Tara looks high and can get it? Anyway, that's my rant, my brother. Stay safe, y'all. Justin Burroughs from Baston. Yeah, Tara, Tara. Yeah, she's got a, yeah, she got, yeah, she could get it, dog. She definitely could get it. Dude, ever since we started talking about Sons of Anarchy, I've gotten more uh, emails and uh, uh, face, you know, Instagram where people are like, oh, man, that's it. so it's pretty funny. This crosses over way more than I thought it did. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and again, what's great about it is I know, I know the immediate turnoff could be to a black person. I ain't watching no show about a white bike gang, but it's a man's show. So you quickly get past that because it's man shit going on there's um, and, and, but and, and you know what they didn't clean it up though they still give like some there's racist overtones in it though too and they kept it honest in a weird uh-huh. way you, do you know what i mean though right 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 yeah no no they didn't try to they didn't try to whitewash it right um chad richardson white people's bullshit podcast entry yo what's up aries andy been a fan of yours since a kid and been a podcast subscriber love uh, for a few months now. Love you guys. This is the first time I'm sending in an email to address a bullshit counter-argument that always seems to pop up from the white community whenever it's time to address police brutality. Someone in the comments section of your Instagram tried to discredit our outrage by saying police brutality happens to more whites statistically. The fucking nerve. Let me just stop right there, brother. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten mad when someone has said that dumb shit, but let me continue. So I posed the question. So where is the collective outrage on behalf of your white brothers and sisters then? Why does your patriotism and respect for the badge allow you to let that injustice to your people slide? Or maybe it's because your race has never played a part in whether you lived or died from the badge. So it's convenient to leave race out of it. Not a fucking peep, but notice how they only screamed at white genocide bullshit only when they see us being put in their positions of power. Their lead roles in movies, their media platforms, etc. See, guys, there are the questions white people need to ask themselves before coming at black people. The minute they ask those questions is when we can isolate race and revolt against the corrupt system that does this heinous shit to all with impunity. Don't let your patriotism blind you from what's being done to all of us, yet emboldens you to pacify black people when we get tired of being shitted on. Thanks for hearing me out, guys. I hope someone white has a genuine and intellectually honest response to this. Don't worry. I'll hold my breath. Nonsense, Chad. Andy, take it away. Uh, Chad. Hi. How you doing, man? Um, listen, what? Uh, first of all, what they don't understand is that the black population of the United States, because they went by total numbers when they did this little exercise that they wanted to surgically ins- insert into this argument. Uh, it's total numbers, and but black uh, population is less than 13% of this country's population. Uh, white uh, is 73 and a half, basically 74%, let's say, uh, population of the country. And it was off, uh, I think it's 39, 39, they show only 39 black uh, deaths, and they show 42 white deaths. But now when we do that and you take the numbers, you extrapolate that. How's that? Did I say that right? I like that. Extrapolate that. Uh, Sounds like uh, two lesbians about to fuck with a strap on. 
Uh, it's something like three times more of a chance of a black of black man being killed than uh, a white man being killed. Also, what they didn't say in those arguments are uh, many, many, many times uh, we're not talking about unarmed white men when we are. The conversation isn't uh, just about a killing. It's about killing an armed man versus an unarmed man. And in most cases in the white, uh, the white death, they were armed. That is not always the case. And way, uh, obviously, as we're witnessing right now, uh, way too often, it's an unarmed black man. So there's another difference in that argument uh, before we even really, really even get uh, past the numbers. But I would also like to mention that in that uh, numbers that I'm citing is, is, uh, is some statistics that uh, people have been using on the Internet. It also shows 138 unknown. Uh, so um, if you're white, uh, they know what you are because you're white. Um, and they'll put that under white because they see you. Uh, it's why I say I'm white, not because of my heritage and my background. It's because I get to walk through this world as a white guy. So that's why I say I'm white. I don't want to. I'm not trying to throw that off. Uh, I, I understand the privilege that comes with it. That's why I say that. But that's what I'm saying. If you looked white, they would just put you down as white. If you are a mixed race, if they might not have exactly the idea if you're Hispanic uh, uh, or black, uh, you might have just been put into uh, other. And there's a hundred, that is more than triple, that is uh, double the amount of, is it double? It's almost double of those two categories combined. So just on the face of that uh, little thing that's being distributed on the internet, it's incorrect before we can even start. Um, not only that, they're not going to fuck with you because uh, you look like uh, one of the members of Sam Crow from the Motorcycle Club of Ridgewood, Redwood Original. I really am looking more and more that way <laughs> through this pandemic. I have not had my hair cut in like seven months. Uh, <sighs> I, 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 uh, no, it's six months. Yeah, I was three months in and I was going to get my hair cut and then we went into pandemic mode. So, uh so before we even get started and we even try to break that down, that's where that's where that's at. Uh, if if there was now, th- this is this is the interesting statistic that's not on here. Uh, let's see how many of those white uh, people that were killed. Uh, that number, which I believe is forty-two. Let's break that down and how many of those were black officers killing white men. And now, if you have a large number of that, I'm sure you're going to hear outcry. But because it hasn't been a large number, it's been white cops killing white men. That's why you're not getting it. Now, if it's uh, now the reason we're having this conversation that we're having today is because it is predominantly white men killing unarmed black men. And that's why we're in this conversation. I hope that I hit on the major points that you would want me to, Chad. I, I think I got most of them just kind of off the top. I wasn't trying to get real deep, but I think I hit everything that you were looking for on that. Did I get, did I get it? I think so. Ch- I'm, wait, I'm tripping. Chad, he's white, right? Well, Chad, no, I thought he was black. Did you say he was black? Wait a minute. Black? Wait a minute. You just heard the name Chad. Now you're thinking. Yeah, nigga, wait a minute. Uh, they make black Chads. Nah, they don't. They yeah, they do. Black chip. Nah, black chads come with leather shoes with no socks and leather moccasins with no socks and fucking choker necklaces and khaki pants, khaki shorts. 
Don't know niggas named Chad come with dreadlocks or jewelry. Uh, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me find this motherfucker because this got me fucked up. I thought it was a black dude pitching against white dudes, but it is, right? Was well, it? I, I think he just wanted an honest answer, and I think he wanted to know if I had one. I thought I, I, thought I did all right. I thought I did all right because you don't read these to me in advance. So I no. have, I have to... I, I can't. To, I just can't let this go until I find out. Wait a minute. I have to come with what I know. Uh, damn! I think I already deleted the motherfucker. Chad. Um. Yeah, yeah Chad. Craig. Boom! 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 Justin. His, his email came out of, after Justin. All right. Fuck! I can't find the motherfucker now. Chad. Was he black? Or was he a white dude complaining against white dudes? Hmm. Chad, man. Chad, let us uh, know. Let us know. Yeah, what are you, motherfucker? Chad, if that's if you're black, hey man, how motherfuckers call you C? Chad. <laughs> oh, sound like you wear uh, khaki shorts with the Latigra shirt tucked in. Yeah. All right. Is that why? Is that why some of your friends call me A? So because they don't want to. Yeah, they nigga. Wanna, they don't want to have an Andy. How many niggas run around named Andy? <laughs> Andy. <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Doyle, uh, the white guys, Tim Doyle. We know this is a white guy. If it was black, it'd be uh, Tim Doyle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's up, nigga? I'm Tim Doyle. It's Tim Doyle. Protest. Please help me understand. Aries and Andy. Hey, yo. Guys, love the show, and I've been a loyal listener since I randomly came across you guys on Jay Moore's pod a few, more, a few months ago. Incidentally, that's one of the most fun I've ever had doing a podcast. That Jay Moore one was relaxed. We were chill. It, it was funny. It was insightful. Andy needed to hear some things. I like that one. I did. I like that. I had one. a really good time with uh, with Moore, man. He, he you know, I, and I, I only had heard about him. I never got to hang out with him, so that it was really cool. It, it was a good podcast, right? And just real quick, niggas that wear shoes with no socks, uh, feet be smelling like um, past expiration deli meat. All right, meat and potatoes now. I keep listening because I love and respect your opinions. I need help. Here is a little background about me real quick. I'm a 38-year pasty white man, pasty, 30-year pasty white U, U, US, USPS man. Yeah, United USPS. States Service. Oh, God, look at me. Uh, USPS mailman. What I need help on is protests. Facebook used to be a place I could reconnect with friends from my military brat, brat upbringing and family. Now it's become a left-wing versus right-wing shit show. I'm seriously just wanting to delete it. So now we get to the guts. What is protest? We've got to see the target photos from, from Chicago. Is looting and burning a target or auto store protest? Maybe stick to stick, maybe to stick it to a major corporation. But I don't see I don't, but I don't see it as more an opportunity to take advantage of an unfortunate situation, all races involved. Please bear with me 
How about burning, looting a business owned by the local community? Protests. I think that is completely against the principle. Some of these folks have put their heart and soul into their businesses. Burn down the police station, even though it was evacuated. Perfect. It says you can't police your own. Give us your bad cops. Don't deserve the uh, you don't you don't deserve the building. Please correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm just an ignorant asshole, call me out. I'll still listen weekly. Aries took my time and proofread this. Laugh out loud. Thanks for the endless entertainment, Tim. Tim, you did take your time and you did proofread it. So if you didn't, being that you are who you are as a guy who did, I would say your response would be $10 is a lot of currency. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, I saw somebody post something that I thought was rather interesting. They said that police brutality would plummet if during the settlements, the money was paid to the victims out of the policeman's retirement funds yeah. and, and, and uh, uh, pensions. Yeah. Um, well, which is, you know, the classic hit them where it hurts. Yeah. Um, and then I saw another post. And I want to be very careful here and say this loud and clear. I am not promoting this. But someone put up pictures of government buildings, the White House, the Pentagon, the FBI, and a couple others. But in each picture, the words, they use one word per picture. And it was, you are burning down the wrong buildings. So with each Word was a picture of a government building. So they spelled out what they were trying to say. Again, I would never advocate fucking with the government um, or any kind of real authority because it ain't going to do nothing but fuck your life up. Um, but yeah, man, I, you know, there's got to be a more of an effective thing. Listen, again, we talked about it on the, live, on the last podcast. I get the anger. I get it. But if I was a business owner, seeing my business destroyed to the ground, even though I know insurance is going to cover it, that's not the point. It would, it would break my heart. You know, it's like, think of it like you're hungry, right? And you got your favorite sandwich two inches from your lips. And somebody comes and slaps your sandwich over to the next county. You can go get another sandwich. You can, you go eat. But goddamn. You, 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 I, I, I'm, fuck. I, I get caught up because I want to say the right thing. And I, I'm not for looting or burning down these businesses. But you remember that commercial that, uh, that can you hear me now commercial? Can you hear me right. now? Can you hear me now? Can you, when, 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 when were you, when were you listening, America? When were you listening before the buildings got burnt down? When right. were you listening before the riot? Why does this have to happen every so many years for you to pretend like you're going to do something about it? I, I'm, I'm not advocating for violence. I'm not advocating for burning anything down. I'm not advocating for the looting. I'm not advocating for injury. But what I'm saying is it's very frustrating when no one hears you. And people are listening right now. So you make it, and I'm not, this is not towards Tim, this is towards the idea. 
you make it so how else are you going to be heard if you're not listening any other way? Right. And, and, and so on, on one hand, and you know what? Um, George Floyd's brother was just on, and uh, he was on the news just before we started recording this, and he was like, peace in the left hand, a power in the right hand. And that, that's honestly all anybody wants is peace, and we, want to, and we have to work against or to or for power. But the point is, if you were listening, these, there wouldn't be an officer that just choked to death a black man on the city streets in broad daylight. Now, I say it that way because it's not good if someone's choked out at nighttime when no one can see it. But this is how the how bad the situation is, is that he felt that he had every right to do what he did. He did it smugly. Why weren't we listening before that? And so if it takes a target to burn down so that you can hear, I guess a target had to be burned down. Yeah, and I wouldn't listen. Again, wrong is wrong, and I agree with you 100%. I wouldn't advocate doing fucked up shit. But in terms of the lesser of two evils, target is a major chain. You know, the worst it's going to do is put some people out of a job. A mom and pop shop, that's somebody's business. And they don't, you know, they're not a chain. If that's their bread and butter, then you just kill their bread and butter. Target's a fucking chain. Neither one should be fucked with. But again, if you gotta go there, if you gotta go there. The police station. I'm almost scared of that. I'm not advocating for that either. I'm just saying, can you hear me now? And if you can hear me now, then that meant that what I needed to do worked. I'm not, again, not advocating for it. Completely understand it. Completely understand it. Um, I'm going to tell you what gets lost here that upsets me, though, and before we move on too far from this, because, uh, and this might be my whiteness coming out, and you tell me if I'm wrong on this, Aries, and I would appreciate it. Hold on, Chad, can you hear me now? Go ahead. Uh, what gets lost in it is, and, and I was talking about it on the podcast that will be released, that was released yesterday um, when you're hearing this, um, is these white kids coming out. I think that I said saw too many movies and they want to be down and they're doing things that are fucked up and it's not helping out the cause. Um, but here's my problem with, with even what I'm saying in that is, is that I think sometimes when this happens, they're selling to... Uh, white America is buying that this black America is is oppressed at every moment of the day, uh, and and they are. That's and I, I've got. It. I want to be so careful in saying this right, but I I think what's missing is that it isn't just the lower class of blacks in this country that are oppressed. I'm talking about middle class blacks wake up every morning and have to go through the same thing, and even. Well-off black men, black women, black families have to teach their kids how to get through the day because they're all under this. And I, I think we try to make it. I think white America kind of looks at it as that this is a, a is a a lower situation with 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 fringe outlines of black people that don't have money. This isn't about. I always I talk about money a lot. That money will. 
the money and then power is how you can get through this. But you have to have the power and the, the power is missing and there is no way to get through this without being oppressed if you're black in this country. And I think it's missing where people think of a black, there, there's plenty of well-to-do black families. The Huxtable family is a, is a reality. And those people feel the same way. The black family that's in a middle-class America or an upper middle-class America has that same fear that you know, I used to tell Rudy <laughs> and Theo and Vanessa when you go into the streets, you got to watch out for the pigs because the bacon will kill you, niggas, if you don't say and do the right things and you can't talk like JJ and say dynamite because it gets you killed, niggas. But I don't feel like I'm articulating this very well. I think you did better with what you just did on what I was trying to say. But am I wrong? Am I wrong in what I'm saying that it gets missed in the way the press, like the press perceives and, 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 and shows a riot that, the, that this is, it, it is, it's bigger than, um, than this. It's bigger than, the, I don't think the people understand that the guy that you work with at your job where you each make it $100,000 a year has to tell his kids how to put his hands on, on his car if he gets pulled over so he doesn't get shot. I, I, I think that's missing in this, in this conversation. Yeah, I mean, I saw a cartoon and an illustration of uh, a black dude in the street and it showed the things he has to worry about. And they were all lined up together and looking like, you know, uh, they were about to attack him. One was uh, coronavirus, made him to look like a ghoul. Another one was a white woman on the phone with her dog, and it was called Karen. And the other one was, you know, of course, a racist cop. Uh, so between, you know, COVID, which they say kills, is more dangerous, more black people are more susceptible uh, to COVID. Um, between COVID, racism, and Karen, oh, and, and jogging. Um, we got a lot to watch out for, man. And, and I just think that that somehow is overlooked, that this is, this is through the whole black community. Whether you're the poorest of the poor in this country or the richest of the rich, you, this doesn't go away. And I know there's white people out there that says that they have challenges uh, just like everybody else, and you do. But take your challenges and then add all those that you don't have, and that's what a black, a black family has to go through in this country. So I, I just wanted to get that in because I didn't say it in the last podcast and it was bothering me that I hadn't got to that. All right, there we go. Uh, ba, 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 ba. This is from PLLP. And I know we got one from this person before. They don't care, nor do they want to. Sup, Aries? I just saw your Instagram post telling white people to step up. I agree with you that they should stand, stand out. Stand up about 400 years ago. Uh, let's be honest, though. These people don't and won't care until a bunch of brothers start killing police. We are getting tired of pleading and asking for basic humanity. Every time stuff like this happens, there's got to be a debate if that innocent black person deserved it. They did it with Ahmad. Now they're going to do it with George Floyd. A cop in Minneapolis got sentenced to 15 years for accidentally shooting a white Australian woman and her family got awarded 20 million. The officer, of course, was a black Somalian named Mohammed Noor, while the killer of Philando Castile is still free. 
They do see justice, but they are white before anything and use coons like Candace Owen to spew their hatred for innocent black people who get killed. White people better get their shit together before more Mika Johnsons are born. Peace, Leroy Jenkins. Oh, Leroy Jenkins. Now I know what PLLP stands for. It is the name of the police department for Leroy Jenkins and Leroy Furious. It stands for Police Leroy and Leroy Police. There we go. God damn it. I finally know who you niggas are. Um, yeah, I heard about that story. About, and I, I couldn't believe it about that dude, uh, Muhammad Noor. Um, Jesus. Yeah, man. L- listen, um, I, we, 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 we're beating a dead horse here. We know what this is now. Um, you know, we, we know it. And every facet of it, it, there's an injustice and it's unfair and it's hypocrisy. And it's a double standard. Um, again, we can't go around saying we're going to kill cops. And I certainly hope it doesn't come to that. So, but drastic measures have to be taken. What those are is always the touchy part. And, 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 and speaking of uh, wild animals, uh, Candace Owens, this bitch came out and said that she felt why are the looters acting like a bunch of trained chimpanzees? Why does this black bitch hate herself this much? She is one of the, she's one of the coon camp members. And she also came out and tried to say that black people need to stop making everything about race. A la Ahmad, I'm, I'm sorry, I met, what was the jogger's name? Ahmad Arbery. Arbery, saying that it wasn't about race. I hate this bitch, man, so much. Like, I, again, she never used the word hate, but this girl goes, I think it was Ro- Roland Martin who basically responded to one of her uh, ridiculous rants and said, this girl has a gift. She's special when it comes to coonism. I mean, special. And, and to insinuate, which I know she'll do, oh, when I said train chimpanzees, I just meant, you know, they're acting like a bunch of wild animals. No, bitch, you specifically use chimpanzees because you're talking about blacks. But she, she used it against you in that right there because what she did is she said, don't make it about race. And then she says that, and so now she's going to try to... This is what gaslighting is. Now she tried to make it about you making it about race. How? How? Because she said this isn't about race, but then she uses a term like that, which makes it about race. And when you call her out for it, she goes, I'm saying it's not about race. So when I use that term, I don't mean it racial. But 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 we do know she knows what she's doing. Yeah, she knows what she's doing. She's doing it. She's a well educated. She's very smart. She's very dude. Sometimes when I listen to her, I'm like, whoa, what? You think she has a point? Uh, huh? Yeah, I <laughs> like, I, and I want and I have to go do research after I listen to to, to know why she's wrong. But listen, I, I I like her for this reason, and I and I know I've said this before. Oh. You have to have the other side so that you can, like I said, I do research and then I know why my, I All right, just, why just, right. just, 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 just say you have to have the other side. Don't say you like her. <laughs> that's, that's the fucking tire screech. Okay. Don't I, say you like her. I, you have to have the other side and I like that. I get that from her so that I can look at what she said and figure out why she's wrong. Listen, let me, let me say this. 
there's nothing wrong, and I've said it before, there's nothing wrong with dating interracially. Love who you love. Life is short. Be happy, goddammit. But her being married to a white guy ain't just, it ain't a, it, yeah, she love a motherfucker, but it ain't about that. that that's just, it's, that's, that's a fortunate coincidence. Fuck that. That's by design. She can't stand black people, dude. And she always tries to cover it up with, oh, I love black people. But then she'll go to that lame ass. It's, it's the black people stuck on the Democratic plantation. And we need to wake up to see what they've done to us. Like, bitch, you're doing to us what they've all done to us, right and left. So stop masking as though you give a shit about niggas. Because you don't. I hate that bitch, man. I really do. I really do, man. I really do. Uh, uh, I know we're on her right now, uh, but we were also talking about uh, a little bit about uh, the civil disobedience. And then uh, I I read this. I was reading this. Since we're on this off a little bit, I want to say this. Uh, When they were talking about – and white people – dude, I don't know why white people – they love to quote Martin Luther King. Because he was a peaceful nigga. He made them feel safe when they went into the streets. They knew they could walk down the street, scream all their epithets, and never be caught in the mouth with a rock. Now, Malcolm X, he was a scary Negro. Go ahead. But when they talk about peaceful protest, there was nothing about the protest that was peaceful other than the way the people that he led acted. They acted peaceful. Look at the protest beatings. Those weren't peaceful. And the aggressor was the white person on the other side. So when you say peaceful protest and you use Martin Luther King's name, make sure you think about what you're saying at the same time. Make sure that you understand that it wasn't a peaceful protest on the white side. It was an aggressive, violent protest. There you go. God damn! There you go, dude. I've been just everything that I read on the internet. This, and I don't want to use the internet. I, 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 I try not to use the internet for my information. But these posts that I've been seeing, and well-intentioned people saying things that I don't understand, how they. I'm can't gonna put an them. extra. I'm gonna put an extra matzo ball in your soup. Yeah, and I like that you gave me a matzo ball because you know what? I'm gonna say. I'm, I'm gonna continue with what I'm gonna say right now. I don't want a black card. I hate when white people feel black people stop giving white people black cards. I heard. So you don't want to come to the cookout, dude? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll come to the cookout as a guest. I don't want to feel like I get to go. And here's the thing about getting a black card. This is really important. I think. I think this needs to be said this way. There's white people that think that they got a black card. A black card for a white person is like uh, a membership, a day membership at the gym. You have to renew that thing every day because black people have to be black every day. White people with a black card, they ain't black every day. They don't go through it every day. You earn your black card daily by doing the right things. I don't want a black card. It comes with too much responsibility. I don't have it in me to be that responsible. I have my beliefs in who I am. I think this is bullshit. I don't want, I, I, I hate, I, I'm, 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 I, I've always said, and like I said at the beginning of this, I say that I'm white because I walk through the world in a white, in, in, in a white uniform and I get away with, I get white privilege, but it, it's, I wanted to scrub my pink skin the other day. I just, it's, 
I, I'm tired of hearing people and what they're saying. That sounded gross, nigga. <laughs> Scrub your paint skin. You sounded like a uh, uncooked uh, chicken, nigga, that needed to be cleaned. That was disgusting. I thought you were going to say it sounded like jerking off, like scrub your nah, paint skin. Nah, nigga. Nah, you just sound like uncooked poultry, nigga. Hey, man, that I was just, terrible. Just reading some things that people write, and I know that they don't even mean them. Uh, t- they don't mean them to say, to, to, to they're just, they're coming from a place where they think that they're saying something that feels right to them, but it isn't, it isn't right. It isn't right. Just get, sometimes white people, we just have to keep our opinions to ourselves. Even though I'm giving my opinion right now, I feel bad even saying it that way, but keep your opinion. Some of your opinions should just stay at home. Hmm. This next one is from Rand Foots. And he actually wrote me an email saying he loved that I made fun of his name because I said Rand Foots sounded slavish. Rand Foots. Um, <clears throat> Robocop. How are you, my good people? Second time emailing Spears and Steinberg. You read my email. I was at work proud as shit. Laugh out loud. In regards to your 80s movies podcast, how in the natural hell... You both didn't mention the greatest movie ever created, RoboCop. From the violence, the special effects, the drama, the greatest action movie ever created. I used to do the sound effect and the RoboCop walk, my niggas. Give this classic its props. You can do a whole podcast on RoboCop 1 alone, but they did fuck it up with RoboCop 2014. Leave the classics alone. You had me dying talking about my name, nigga. Laugh out loud. Keep up the good work. A fan of both of you. Signing off. Ran from Chicago. Dude, you're right, man. You know what? And that came out right when I was in my teens. And I thought RoboCop was fucking amazing. I even talked about it before. I made a joke. One of my my closing bit. I think it was the second time I did it. I did Def Jam. I did it on Def Jam. Um... My closing bit, I would do RoboCop fucking. Um, and I used a Yamaha SPX90 soundboard, which made the sound effects even crazier. And I told you, a comedian by the name of Will E stole it from me and did Robo DJ on the Apollo. I know I've told that story before. Um, but yeah, man, RoboCop, brother, that was, that was a classic. Now, I recently saw RoboCop 2 on uh, cable. What a piece of shit. That fell off the cliff. Quick. <laughs> I mean, usually the sequels are better than the first, or at least as good. That motherfucker was terrible. Um, I think they did three of them. Um, but that first one was classic, dude. Absolute classic. And then the remake, I think the remake was better, but because of nostalgic reasons, I have to, so I have to stick with RoboCop 1. The original. Uh, you know, when when you say that, there's, there's a few movies that I would throw in there that are similar to that. Uh, I did like RoboCop, but Peter Weller's voice, when he's all monotone and just the... Ro- I, I, it, something about it bothered me. You're coming with me. Yeah. He's also uh, in the uh, last season, or the second to last seasons of Son of Anarchy, by the way. Just wanted to let Is you know. Is he really? Yeah, Peter Weller makes an appearance. And also, as I always like to point out... He was uh, the lead in Buckaroo Banzai across the eighth dimension. Um, also, the movie that I like that that reminds me of that same kind of is Total Recall, the original Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger. That was dope. 
Yeah, and Sharon Stone when she was. And I and I and I did not like the remake of that, and I also did not like the remake of Judge Dredd. I I, I didn't like Judge Dredd in the first place, so I didn't see the remake. You didn't see the first. You didn't like the first one. That that's with uh with, with Sloan, right? Sloan, yeah, yeah, and Rob Schneider. Yeah, it just Sloan bothers me in that movie. I don't know why. Really? Yeah, he just didn't pull. I I. Yeah, I just didn't like that one. That one that one didn't get me. Yeah, I think I think. Listen, if it's if it's truly better, I'll give it the credit. But uh, a lot of remakes to me, man. I, you know, they don't they don't do as well as the original. Um, and, and and again, part of that for me is nostalgic. Um, but also, they just to me they don't do as well. Like you know, well, I, I'm gonna be honest. Here's here's okay, the remake of Death Wish with Bruce Willis. Actually, like that better than the original with Charles Bronson because I told you my dad took me to go see that when I was a little boy. I mean, really, a little boy, and he traumatized me for life because this selfish fat nigga uh, wanted to go see it and didn't feel like staying at home to watch me. He took me to go see that, and again, that is probably up there with one of the most horrific rape scenes ever next to the accused with Jodie Foster. There's no reason. Well, a little boy should have to watch a rape scene like that. That fucked me up. Nigga spray paints the girl's booty as he's fucking ripping the panties off to do a doggy style. Jesus. Um, th- those all those movies though, those old those like seventies movies, they-, they all had this like gritty feeling. But after I'm done, I don't feel like I got a story though. I just got an end. You just got the grittiness. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they 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 were made a lot different in the set. I, I was trying to watch some over this uh, uh, pandemic we're having here, so uh, the, my, so I'm having a television pandemic, and I try to watch a bunch of old movies, and it, it's it's I don't I, I we we tell I think there is probably some great old movies out there, but I think we tell stories better now. I mean, you know, stories. You know what? I think stories were told just as good then too. But you, I think the key thing is what you said, the grittiness. It just, there was a, you know, if, you, if, you, if, you, if, you, if your life was gritty, then you stayed on the gritty side of town. If it wasn't, it was a shock to you to see that kind of shit. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, liked all, I, I liked all those, uh, like, uh, Clint Eastwood movies, the, all those spaghetti westerns that they did. So, uh, but that's also because my dad took me too. So, anyway, yes, uh, that that was an oversight though on our part not to have that movie. Yeah, doom, 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 doom. Yeah, yeah, fucking Robocop. Um, DC, Quicken. Uh, I'm at work right now, so I'll be fast. Money Heist is super dope. You'll like it. Trust me, it's not subtitles. The original show is Spanish, but they use English voiceovers. At first, I didn't think I could watch it, but five minutes in, you won't even notice. Watch it, Aries. Do it. Also, watch Fargo, another dope show. It's on Hulu. Give it a shot, bro. One more thing. I've been a fan of your work since the Deaf Comedy Jam days. Last thing, I just started listening to your podcast, and it's now part of my rotation, and that's saying a lot. Again, watch those shows. I love watching shows and documentaries as well, so I always enjoy your guys' commentary. MJ is the greatest of all time. It's not even close. Thanks, David. Well, you got it, David. I think all. I think that's how all emails should end. What MJ is the greatest of all time? Yep. 
I love it. I absolutely love it. And I'm not even bullshitting. Um, yeah, dude. Um, even the dubbing, though. I, I, you know, it would be hard for me to take it seriously if, if the dubbing is noticeable. It, just, it, it takes it out of it for me to know that that voice is not the real voice. So how can I get into the characters? I've, I've gotten used to watching uh, movies with subtitles, though. You like that shit? No, I don't like it because I have to put a lot more work into it. But it makes me, because I'm watching it intensely, I find that at home. Let me, let me, yeah, let me break down my little brain here right now for a second. At home, when you're at home, there's so many things going on around you that it takes your mind off of what's happening on, on, on the set in front of you. But if you have to watch, watch the subtitles so that you can pay attention to the movie, know what's going on, all that other shit, all those other distractions around you, you can't pay attention to those. You have to focus on the movie. So I've watched a few of them while I've been at home, and I've actually kind of enjoyed it because I'm just focused on the movie. Nothing else. I'm not getting up to go to the bathroom to go eat, get something to drink. I'm just focused on the movie for an hour and a half. Man, you wear glasses. You built for that shit. Yeah, I do wear glasses. That's what, yeah, you be with the, yeah. Um, Daniel Burns, no subject. What's going on, fellas? Hope all is well. First of all, I want to address the illiterate special ed Oswald Bates sounding motherfuckers that keep writing into the podcast. Stop trying to sound smart and clever with these metaphors and analogies that don't make any sense. Lions and switching basketball teams on 2K in my Samuel Jackson voice. What the fuck are you talking about, motherfucker? Now that I got that off my chest, you know who he's talking about. Remember that guy, the, the one who broke down cheating with lions oh, yeah, and yeah, 2K? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Now that I got that off my chest, I want to recommend a great show. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Insecure or HBO. It's a funny, witty show. Issa Rae is the writer, creator, star of the show. She's very talented, and I see her becoming a big deal in the near future. Aries, is there any possibility that you can get your account back on Twitter? It's been boring since your removal. When all of this COVID shit has calmed down, I hope to see you and Andy perform in New York. Be safe. Peace. Um, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, uh, well, Twitter's dead. I, I, I think that's a dead issue for me. And I think it's a good thing uh, because I just got way too wrapped up in what was going on on Twitter. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm just as heavily involved in Instagram, but Instagram don't do flat out porn. So uh, I'm not as heavy. Um, it's that show. I know, I know who you talk about, dude. I don't want to sound chauvinistic because one of my favorite shows, of course, is, Supra- is, is uh, Sex in the City. Um, but I got a one all-female show limit. Um <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can't I, I can't do two and, and, and that show for some reason don't look like it pop off like that for me I, you know Sex in the City is only a half hour it's quick it's constantly moving four characters are in and out they all got their own story it's comedic it's well written it's a short dose of what I need the other one might be too much you you know this show, Eddie? No, I don't. Oh, why? Right, because it's all black ass? No, nah, I just never even, I didn't know about it. Oh, I didn't okay. know it was an all black ass. Oh, all right. Yes, with a black girl. Her name is Issa Rae. Um, 
Yeah, dude, I, I don't know. Like, I have to be just sitting at home, channel surfing, and I just happen to turn it on right when it comes on. And there's nothing else on. Um, but I could be wrong. So who knows? I might, I might give it a shot. Well, are, you might or are you going to? I, you know, probably not. <laughs> um, hey, I just, you know, I just got some information in. Got some information. Uh, how do you say? How do you say K E E O H N? How do you spell? What, what, how do you say that's the first name? One more time. K E E O H N. Kihan, nigga. Kihan. Okay, I just want to make sure I got it right. Keon Fitzgerald sent me this. Uh, glad to inform you, brothers. Whoa, 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 back up, back up, back up. You you didn't know that that spelled Keon? No. Yeah, you white dude. That my that would, I didn't even have to look at that. I was like, gonna my, say that Keon. Ke- I was gonna say Keon. I could see that, but but nah, dude. Like that's what being black allows you to do. Okay. Like that, I, I didn't even have to. I could have been blindfolded. I just knew. My black instincts went K E E, key H O N, nigga Kihan. Yeah. Okay. See. Uh-huh. See what I learned. All uh-huh. right. Still, still. Uh, so here he, he sent this. Uh, glad to inform you, brothers. This is uh, is that the Rocky statue was not harmed during these events in Philly. Uh, folks in Philly don't play when it comes to Rocky. I just wanted to throw that. Give you. How you doing, um, of course, man. Rocky's, you know, Rocky's a national treasure. Well, if I, if I get any more of these, I'm just going to break in with like a breaking news, you know. Okay, I like that. I like that. Um, Sir Lance, about your acting abilities part two. Remember, this was the email that I got where he said the acting abilities, but then there was nothing else. Oh, so okay. I guess he had a, yeah, so I guess he had a problem with the transmission, but now he's. He's back. Yeah, he's back. Sorry, I forgot to attach this message from my last email. Aries, I just caught an old episode of CSI Miami. I had remembered the episode from years ago, but forgot you were in it. Damn, the great impressions which you are known for. You absolutely bodied that role. Looking back on it now as an old head, I can look at at, uh, acting as the art it is. Body movement, head nod, facial expressions, all things I've heard you speak on over the years. I say that to say this. You still that nigga. I'm sure you feel like most of us think Hollywood fucked up by not giving you the rightful shine you deserve. There is some definite blackballing going on. Too bad you will never really know why that is. Well, I won't keep you. Just wanted to say I'm a big fan of the podcast. Been down since episode one. Tell all my people in the Jew and the jerk. I tell all my people about the Jew and the jerk. Glad to see y'all still working. Aries, take care of Andy. He's a good dude. Sir Lance, still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, he, uh, he, he all right. <laughs> he all right. I ain't going to let nothing happen to the, to the boy. Uh, yeah. I, hey, when we go on the road, what's going to happen? In terms of what? Well, what if a ride breaks out? Shit, I mean, you know, I'm, you're going to be my human shield, nigga. I'm going to get my skateboard and just go break windows. There you go. There you go. Uh, shit, hold on. Uh, okay. 80s Kid Chris. Um, we need that 80s episode. If you guys do a fantasy NBA draft episode, 
before an 80s movie episode, I'm whipping both y'all's asses. My mother's voice in the 80s when she met, uh, my mother's voice in the 80s when she let me know ahead of time for the ass whipping. Much respect to both of you guys. I support the podcast. Okay, well, kid, Chris, I don't know if you linked to the party, but we did a whole episode about the 80s. So I'm a little confused on what you're asking. You're saying a fantasy NBA draft episode before an 80s movie episode. Now, we've never really done a flat out 80s movie episode, which I would love to do. But are you asking us to do an NBA draft type of episode tied into movies? Or is it an NBA draft 80s players? I don't know. Yeah, so clarify that, baby. I need to know what you're talking about. Um, Chris Hooks podcast. Glad you came out with pot with the podcast. Forty six year old white male divorced with kids. Somehow I relate to you. I don't know if I like how he said that. Somehow, like I'm not, I'm not relatable, but because what you a white man divorced with kids, nigga? I'm a human being. We have some of the same experiences. You're supposed to relate to me. Okay, great to hear a voice like yours in a world where everyone is so sensitive. Been following you forever. Just wanted to let you know how much I respect your work. Keep it up, Chris Hooks. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, all right. Well, shit, I'm glad you relate to me, brother. I'd like to know more about you, Chris, uh, and get some more background on you so I can figure out where you're coming from. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I have nothing on that. All right. Um, hold on. Uh, but thank you, Chris. Appreciate it, brother. Um, Nick D. Let's see. He writes, uh, and he's from Liverpool, UK. Now help me out, Andy. Liverpool. Is that like England? Yeah. That's where uh, the Beatles are from. Oh, Liverpool. All right. From fucking UK. All right. See, you got me with Keo. And, I, and you knew about the white shit. See? Ebony and ivory. Um. <laughs> I'm laughing because if we did that one, I would freak out. Oh. That's that's hey, Harry. What? Go, that's that's that Saturday Night Live one with uh Joe Piscopo and Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Yeah, but I liked how he remixed it and they sang different lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Um hey Aries, just to start off. Mo- move you your guys mic, move your mic, move your mic. How about now? Perfect. Can you hear me now? Yeah, good. Um, hey, Aries, just to start off, you guys made me start The Sopranos again for about the fifth time. So thank you for that. It's been too long. Just listening to episode 162, and I just had to email to emphasize and back up what another listener previously said. <laughs> oh, God, I'm taking them fucking cleanse pills again. And they're burning my fucking chest. So excuse me. Um... Just listening to episode 162, and I just had to email to emphasize and back up. Oh, I said that part already. God damn, I'm tripping. You guys got to watch. Jesus Christ, man. You see what the pills made me do? I went to a fucking relapse. You guys got to watch Ray Donovan. Think the Sopranos where Ray and his dysfunctional family is the focus. Like Tony, but they're Boston, Irish instead of Italian. He's a fixer for the stars in Hollywood instead of being in the mafia. They also bring real life and Hollywood stories into it. For example, the death of Natalie Woods on a boat with Christopher Walken and Robert Wagner. 
but obviously using aliases. I'm going to kill you on the boat right now. It's terrible. Fucking terrible. Um, the shit is wild. Season seven is just finished. And I got to say, it just keeps getting better and better every season. And if for nothing else, you got to see it for John Voight's Angelo, he puts in parentheses, Angela Jolie's dad, performance. Arguably one of the best characters in any TV show ever, along with Omar from The Wire. Tony Soprano and Walter White, he's that good. On a scale of one to Sopranos, it's easily a nine, and dare I say, it could even match it, depending on how it all ends. I keep hearing you guys talking about crazy $200 cable bills. That was Andy, nigga. That was not me. I told you, I have a lawn. The police show up when I call, and I go get my newspaper with my robe on and say hello to my neighbors. Um, if you don't have the package to watch something, I use www.potlockers.cr for all films and TV series, and the shit works on a smart TV and on a PS4 browser. Love the podcast. It's the only one I've ended up listening to religiously through the lockdown while the others have dropped out of rotation. I'd be curious to know uh, what other ones have dropped out of your rotation. Love all the episodes of The Last Dance. That show was fire. Special mentions to watch Banshee, Hella Violet, and Unmatched by any film or TV show from the realism and its action fight scenes. The same studio just released a new series called Gangs of London. Equally as violent and compelling. Hope to hear you guys review some of them shows maybe one day in the future. Apologies for the long rant, but I feel I shared love of The Sopranos would mean you both will love Ray Donovan in particular. Peace and much love, Nick Davies from Liverpool, UK. Hey, I, I really want to see that uh, uh, Ray Donovan, though. I, I, I heard so much about it, and I'd like... Um the actor, uh, Liv, Liv, uh, Liv Schreider. Is that, am I saying it right? Yeah. Uh-huh. I think he's a good actor. I, I didn't like him in, uh, in Wolverine, but I liked him in everything else. Uh, and John Voight is, John Voight is a beast. Yeah. I, so I really, I do want to see it and I heard it was good and I liked the idea of it. It just looked, uh, and, and I, I, I just, I had the wrong impression of it first from what I'm hearing. I had the long, wrong impression. So I'm, I'm going to definitely check that out. Right. Um, again, dude, I, I, you know, that's one of those on the list. I mean, you know, I, you know, I got to finish Sons of Anarchy, but then I got Ozark. I got Snowfall. Uh, you can put Ray Donovan on the list, The Shield. So I'm about four shows backed up. Yeah. Um, this last episode of this last season of Ozark, season three, it's actually right. It's, it, it doesn't redeem that horrible season two. But it's right. it, it's better. It's it made it better. It made it, it made it worthwhile. I I watched the whole thing. Have you still? Uh, are you still on pause with power? Uh, yeah. You know what? I I, I I need. I want actually to watch some more. It's just um, there's there was a lot happening this week, and I just really didn't watch TV. I unfortunately watched uh, more news than my brain probably should have let me. So watch. you didn't watch power. You just watched power to the people. People. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, there we go. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I really didn't watch that much at night. I would watch a movie. I would turn on a movie at the end of the night just so that I could go to sleep. But uh, that's it. Uh, but I'll, have I'll, you have a, a, go ahead. No, no, go, go ahead. No, no. Um, you know, a lot of times when I'm on Instagram and I'm sending out uh, the podcast uh, links to people, 
I'll just put, I'll just fucking uh, breeze through cable. And the first good movie I come across, I just leave it there. And uh, I was doing it yesterday and uh, Devil in a Blue Dress. I caught that from the beginning. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Oh, you saw that? Yep. Fucking Don Cheadle is great in that. Yeah. God, when he comes through and say, you want me to shoot this some bitch easy? And, and, and you got blood on my coat easy. That's an expensive coat. Like his character, I love his fucking character. Hey man, you need somebody running these streets with you, give me a call because you know how to put money in a nigga's pocket. Dude, I think he's one, he's one of those underrated character actors. Man, he's he was great in Boogie Nights. Yep. He was, uh, I mean, every single thing that he's done. I, I loved him in, uh, what's the movie with the, the ensemble one with? Um, uh, Ocean's Eleven? Yeah, man. When he plays the British guy. Oh, Tulsa out. You have one job to do. Tulsa. Yeah, he's, he's, he's great. There's a movie... Uh, he's on, I think I'm gonna fuck up the name. Say it again or say it loud. Something with the word say in it. Where he, he's, he's playing, and this is based on a true story, P.D. Green, who was a radio disc jockey yeah. in the 70s, yeah. I want to say. Yeah. Uh, and Cedric the Entertainer is in the movie. That's a great movie, man. I just watched here, it. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Now, here's the funny shit. You want to see something funny, go to YouTube and watch Petey Green, How to Eat a Watermelon. This is the most come on nigga moment where it just, it's not a good look for us, but it's so hilarious in all its ignorant niggadom. It, it, it just, it's, it's, he fulfilled, he is the, he's the stereotype at that moment. It makes white people go, told you, look, when, when this nigga eats this watermelon and describes it with such Negro vernacular, it's hilarious. It's hilarious, dude. You got to see it. Did it's you, worth it. Did you know of Petey Green? You knew. Did you know of before, before the movie? No. You didn't? Because I didn't know either. Uh, I just, see, I just to see my whiteness, just assumed your blackness would have seen him before. You um, racist fuck. See? Um... But yeah, I never saw it. It was, it was that was a cool. That was also a good movie. So uh, yeah, I, I love. Uh, you know, Cedric he gets the most out of those parts that he get. He gets. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I, 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 this. Oh, God, why would I say this? I thought he was a funny comic, uh, but when it was, you know, when it's the Kings, Kings, mm-hmm. uh, I, uh, I, he was, he was. I was happy that he was there, but he was he wasn't on the top of my list on that sh- uh, on on that. You know, he, he wasn't my funny. He wasn't my favorite. But right. As an actor, uh, he's so he, he steals scenes. So I I, I I just I like to appreciate people for when they when they when they kill it like that. But there's some, there's some great movies, man. I I, I, really, I if nothing else, this this uh, pandemic has given me a lot of opportunity to watch things that I probably wouldn't have gotten. Hey man, I'm giving you a homework assignment because you have to watch it. Petey Green, Watermelon. All right, I'm going to check it out, but I'm not going to talk oh. about it. Okay. Would, would you, oh, oh, no, you, you, no, you go talk about it. You go talk about it. There's a way you can tiptoe around that shit, but you go talk about it. Uh, 
What the good watermelon here? Oh, oh you got to see it. It's fucking classic. Did you just um, go online after you saw the movie and looked at looked up stuff on Petey Green? No, I, I I knew about the watermelon before the movie. Okay, that's 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 why when I saw the movie, I went. Oh, they made a movie on this motherfucker? Ah, uh, I got you now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, I knew about the watermelon from an episode of uh, Opie and Anthony when Patrice was on, and Patrice was talking about it. So he made me go look at the clip. Well, you know, I, I don't I don't want to do this to you but because it's Patrice. But do where's a voice like that right now? I'm it, motherfucker. <laughs> I gave it to you. I threw it at you. And the dunk. Yes, from downtown. Um, no, man, listen. It would be great to be able to hear his point of view on all of this shit. Uh, I would even love it if Opie and Anthony was still together so that he could combat Anthony about it. Yeah. Yeah. It would it would be interesting to have a commentary from a, a, a different kind of view. Uh, for, uh, I, 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 we're going to dance around this. I am as a comic and not address anything that could be possibly because there's nothing really funny right now. There that there is a time to it, but I would love to hear Patrice because I think he would have found something that he could have said and been poignant and meaningful. I wouldn't be surprised if Dave Chappelle dropped another special in two weeks. Uh, just to address it. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Uh, make us all think about how horrible our work, our work ethic is. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I, I, I haven't been writing. I'm going to be honest. I haven't been writing. It's hard to write when there's no, there's nothing going on. Well, I shouldn't say that. There is plenty going on right now. There was nothing going on before other than we were in the house. So right. uh, it, it was hard to write. But yeah, I, I like. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just would. I wish I was in a place where there was more people around to throw ideas at. When I did that roast thing, I was texting people and we were having fun with some of these uh, jokes. But it's it's been real difficult as a comedian. It's difficult at this time to try to be to try to think funny. Yeah, Um, especially with the climate of what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Where are we at time wise? We're done. We're there. All right, let me end on on my girl here. Uh, And it's not Shamor, it's Sarah. Uh, Release the pudding pop, she says. Shout out Shamor Emery. See, I like that. Now, now Sarah has never met Shamor, and Shamor has never met Sarah. But through a unity of vaginahood, uh, they they reach it out across the aisle to feel each other out. And I fucking love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's nice. I'm sorry if I fucked that spelling up. Brown pussy powers unite. Oh, look at that. Um, I listened to white lady Shannon's WLS email and I stumbled on a theory. Uh Oh, now before we continue, Shannon was the white woman who had said, who had emailed us and was talking about how white women should play their roles and cut all this feminist me too shit out. So we either going to smell the Pussy Powers Unite or the cat fight. Um, so here we go. Um, should Bill Cosby be released from prison to serve the remainder of his sentence at home? I guess I, got, I guess I got there because of all the bullshit 
that's been happening. Seeing a man with his knee dug into another man's neck as he pleads for his life makes me think maybe we need to throw the rules out the window. That rainbow hair asshole, 69, <clears throat> she's talking about Takashi 69, yeah. the rapper, yeah, yeah, yeah. attempted to get some shitty rapper named Chief Keith killed, snitched on a gang of people he was funding and claimed were friends and now is process in the process of ruining Snoop Dogg's life. He was released early for the Rona and same for Paul Manafort, Trump's crooked campaign manager who was working with Putin. Why is everyone else playing by the rules? Maybe it's time to let one of our villains out into Gotham City. Yeah, I like that. Now on HBO, there's a documentary named After Truth. Disinformation and the cost of fake news. And that shit simultaneously had me hooked from the jump and scared the moisture out of me. It breaks down the disinformation campaign that has taken over since 2015. It goes into various incidents like Pizzagate and the Texas military-based situation where Caucasians thought Obama was planning a hostile takeover. It also ties into Trump and how he's become the grand wizard of false information, along with evil-ass Zuckerberg and Facebook. Speaking of Trump, she puts sigh in parentheses, Andy, Andy, Andy. I often hear you say there is some good that Trump has done. Every time I hear you say that, I mentally flipped, flip over the nearest table in the room with such force while yelling in her Sam Jackson voice, motherfucker, please tell me what good he has done for the country. Please note, as she puts in caps, I wrote an email prior to the one where I explained my disgust for the might as well for the might as well be made, be made by Tyler Perry show power. Uh, I don't think Tyler Perry makes that show. That's 50 Cent. In the email, I explain how Trump is trying to duck behind Kim Gelatin Booty Dashian and pretend like he is freeing black people when really his attorney general, General William Barr, is just setting up a new prison pipeline system. She sends a link. Anyway, other than that, what piece of legislation has Trump signed that has helped America pass an emergency $1,200. All he has done is reverse any policy Obama put his dick on. I'm surprised he hasn't tried to reserve Michelle, reverse Michelle. She put reserve, reverse Michelle. How is lifting regulations on environmental protections, changing how companies treat their employees and product, like letting the FDA ease restrictions on meat handling plants, lifting guidelines to what cities can do to fuck with your water system, E.T. fucking C. The administration has been a menace to not only decency, but as even the way, but even the rest, the way the rest of the world has seen us. The trade war on China has sunk American farmers, and China has pretty much given us the finger up the ass, and are now working with other countries buying their products like soybeans because they know in the end we need them more than they need us. iPhone, nigga. So please tell me what positive this orange puckered anus has had on this country. Also in the same email, discussing the facade, the facade or facade, oh shit. How you say F-A-C-A-D-E, facade? Facade. I'm thinking like, like facade or debt or shit. Anyway, discussing the facade. That is the Trump prison reform system. I mentioned a couple issues with Barack. 
although I love me some Barry, we should not hold him accountable for not acting on helping Flint, Michigan, and for now standing us, stranding us with Joe Biden. Before Obama, Biden was done. His political career was at a Corey Feldman level. He was picked for VP because he was he was seen as a seen as a safe pick to not scare the white people off. Now, because elderly black people are nostalgic and scared, we are stuck with this train wreck who has been horrible, who has a horrible voting record for black folk. Do you honestly believe Biden can beat Trump? He can't form a sentence without a one line of drool sliding to the corner of his mouth. A debate between him and Trump will be a horrendous, be as horrendous as an episode of power. Come on, Farrah, lighten up. Damn. Damn, girl. Lastly, Andy, please be careful with who you co-sign, i.e. Sean King. There is a new scam of profiling uh, off of hope and black people's despair. This guy has been asking for for donations for years, and I will post the article below if you want to look into it more. And yet no one has been asking what is happening with the money. Some of our leaders are in the vein of Al Sharpton, self-promotion, masks behind loud fake activism. Again, she leaves a link. Aries Aries quit fucking around and watch Ozark already. I can already hear it. Dude, Ozark has me by the testy hairs. I bet you. Farrah. Thank you, Farrah. Uh, quite a few things there, sir. Yeah. I, I live, I'm going to try to pack, unpack in reverse order since I'll remember the ones that she said last. Um, and then I forgot immediately. Um, well, I oh, no, Sean King. You. Sean King. Let's start with Sean King. Yeah. Uh, Sean King just put a post recently about cost and the expenses, what he does, uh, also showing his two uh, platforms that he works off of, and he is actually making a difference. Does the money? Does I, I can't say because I didn't do the research to whether I can say that I can justify the amount of money he asked for. Uh, but I do see him making a difference, and I do see him bringing uh, attention when other people weren't as aggressive about getting the attention. So uh, I'm not co-signing. I'm telling you that you can go to his website and you can find information. And as a, as a person who would like to uh, participate uh, to help in any way whatsoever, there's a lot of questions on how to help. And uh, just simply going on his page, you can find ways to, uh, to sign up for certain things that get uh, your uh, – to recordings, to be able to uh, get um, emails to the right people so that you are making a change and your voice is being heard a little bit. Uh, this is still, and I, and I do think that he's having an effect. Uh, he definitely did on our mod library. And so it's not more of a cosign because uh, I don't know enough about him. I didn't say donate money to him. What I did say is go look at his page. And if you feel it works for you, then use it. But I do think that he is... Uh, a great reference place to start. So that's that's where it was. That's how I feel about him. I, I in the beginning I had some issues with some of the things that I saw and what was asked for, but uh, he's moved the needle on on some of the issues that are going on right now. And it's bigger. It's bigger than uh, one person. And um, uh, look at it that way. That's the only way. That's the only way I can describe that. And but you are right. You should always investigate who we, who you're doing business with. So. I appreciate it and how you're looking out for everyone. Uh, but 
going to his page and seeing what's up, I don't feel is, is, is an endangering anyone. Um, and, and, and let me just add, um, listen, if he was just straight up scamming people, I guess that would be one thing. Uh, but he, he does a lot of good. So, uh, you can't be perfect. Um, again, I'm not saying, you know, scam people, but the way he brings awareness to situations and in some instances helps to galvanize and lead people to results. I can't hate on that. So, uh, yeah. I, and that's it was it and if you are a person standing on the sidelines trying to figure out how to do something uh, i think his platform gives you a way to enter into this uh that, that and i think that's important because i think there's a lot of people that would do more if they knew how to start maybe start uh what was the next thing that she, she did? trump uh, a lot of trump yeah uh, listen, when I say that Trump has done some good things, I, I, and I disagree with you on China, and I, because, uh, be, because of the manipulation of currency and other things China has done to the United States, China does need us. Uh, and they don't need us to fail. They own a lot of our debt, so they would like us to uh, stay above board. The, the, the trouble with, um, with America right now around the world is I don't think America can compete if Russia and China were to team up against America. But as as those three entities stay apart, we're okay. Uh, but China has done things in technology has been really bad for us, and what they do across the world has not been good for us. So uh, him even taking that cause up when no one else would, because he's not a politician, and, and in some ways, man, I don't want to say this this way. Um, because I really like Jimmy Carter, but in some ways, Jimmy Carter wasn't a politician, and he took on uh, the Panama Canal, and he ended up losing the Panama Canal in what he took on, but he was the least, he took the challenge of figuring out what, how we're going to do something about it. And I, and I think Trump, not being a politician, took on China as a business person, and, and he may not, it may not work out, but the attempt is there. Now, as far as the rest of the stuff, he's the president, but he's not the leader. He's not the leader. He doesn't lead us. He isn't leading. He isn't leading for the fact that he, with everything going on, he really he hasn't made a public statement. He's tweeted. Um, I don't look at him as a leader, and that's not what I'm trying to get through when I say there is some things. Everybody who goes to the White House, even every racist president has done things that have benefited the country. They've done a lot of bad things for the country as well. I'm not saying his good ways is bad. I'm just saying there's some stuff there. Um, I don't like him. Uh, he's proven time and time again to disappoint and let everybody down when he's needed. Um, I, I'm not a fan. Uh, but when I say that, it isn't to uh, give him grace. It's just there are things that people do that make can help our economy to be a little bit better. I don't know if overall it's going to work out. I really think that he has fucked us in many, many ways with the, from COVID-19, from not handling it right. But no one in the world had handled it right. And that's not giving him a pass. We got disinformation from China, which you said. Uh, yeah, but, but, you, but you can't say when you go, nobody got it right. To mean what? That because no, nobody got it right? That, that is giving him a pass. No, no, no. No one got it right. He could have done much better. And. Uh, but but when he did come out and say and he started canceling uh, flights from out of China, he was called racist immediately. This is where it's bad. This is where the business is bad. When we when we just cast uh, dispersions 
for the wrong reasons because it fits the narrative that we want it to fit. Uh, there's plenty of things that you can say about him that shows that he's a 76-year-old racist man. And when I say that is, I think generally most 76-year-old men who grew up as, million, as millionaires, multimillionaires, that didn't have to deal with anyone that they didn't want to associate with, uh, has racist tendencies. And his are quite high and very easy to see. So that's not the past that I'm giving. What I'm, I, all I'm saying is we're pushing things into a narrative to make it work for the, for the outcome that we want. But we already know what the outcome is. We don't need to add other things to this. We know who he is. We know that we want to replace him. You brought up Biden. Is that a better replacement? At this point, for just our overall look, I would say it's better. But I don't know that it's better. I do know, and what I know in my heart, what I'm hoping happens is that some of what's going on right now will make the Democratic Party go back, reevaluate who they have that they can actually put up to mount a campaign against Trump, and we should see somebody who a is younger, and which I think is way more important right now because. The world has changed, and another 76-year-old white man isn't who – and you said it. I'm, I'm, I'm using her uh, language here when she said that he can't string a sentence together. Uh, we need people that can communicate, that can speak. We look ridiculous. So I hope that that's what we come back with. I hope that that black vote matters so much that they look into what we can do with more progressive people in the White House. Uh, that's what I'm hoping for. But neither of these guys are great. Uh, neither of them are good. Uh, but one is, I don't want to even use the word tolerable. One doesn't smell as bad. But his record is his record of what he's done for the black community, uh, for, for, uh, underserviced community isn't any better. He just looks better at it. And uh, so, yeah, that, that, that's enough with him. I, I, the, the, we're, we're in a fuck situation either way. There you go. This is, uh, I just can't believe this is the best we can do. And I do want someone that's younger. I really do. I want someone who sees the details. As you get older, and I don't know if you will agree with this, Aries, I'm, but I'm old, I'm, I am 10 years older than you. But how long, when you were a little kid, when you were 10 years old, when you were five, five years, seven years, whatever you remember back to, how long did a week seem? Did a week seem like a month? At especially, least? especially when you were looking forward to something. And then a, a, a month seemed like a year to me. And, right. And the reason I think that's true is because when you're little, you look at the details. You're looking at everything around you because you're seeing it all new for the first time. And so that takes longer as you process it. And when we get older, we look at things in a big picture way. We stop looking at the details and we see it for what it is in a big picture. And then, and then that shit comes at you at 100 miles an hour. Yeah, and, and a week passes in a second now, and a year is, is basically feels like a week. And when that's happening, I don't think that you are in touch with people that see things uh, in, in, in a more detailed way. And, and the detail is where the change can be. That's why I want someone that's younger, too. Not just, and when I say younger, I mean, Jesus Christ, give me a 50-year-old at this point. Give me someone my age. So... So, so when she mentions Biden, no. 
I mean, like I said, he sm- he he doesn't smell as bad, but he still stinks. Yeah, but he doesn't smell as bad. Right, I well. mean, I, personally, I, I mean, if those were my two choices, I think they're both bad for us. And when I say us, I mean the the world and America specifically. And then we can break it down from there. Who's worse from there? But I really don't see either one of them as being better for anyone. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that's it. Uh, sorry to all of those whose emails I couldn't get to, uh, but they'll just carry over How about to a the shout, next email episode. Shout out to Autobot Prime on uh, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, he, 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 my man Autobot, loyal listener. He, he finally watched uh, Glory, so he could see what ten dollar a lot of money meant. Yeah, and he's uh, he constantly texts us. It meant hit us up on Instagram too if you just want to say something real quick. You don't have to send a big long email. We're good. Um, yeah, we appreciate it all. We appreciate everybody that's listening. Uh, I couldn't have got through this uh, pandemic time in the apartment by myself uh, with my girl without without you guys. So I I really do appreciate it. And before we go, let's just address because you know a lot of people have been saying. And here's how hard it is to be, again, when they talk about being black in America and white privilege, here we are protesting while there's a pandemic going on. Yeah. Knowing, so we're really putting our lives on the line, for real, because our lives are on the line. Um, But then, of course, there are the people that are saying, this proves that COVID-19 is bullshit, because we haven't heard anything about numbers rising with all these protests and all these people in the streets. Unmasked. Yeah, but it takes two, so, it takes two weeks, first of all. And I put a nice post for people that are out there protesting. I put this out on my Instagram, which I thought was nice. And uh, I think people should. Uh, I, I do think that we should, you know, be careful when we're out there. And uh, I definitely think you should wear your mask. And I put out a post that said, if you choose to practice civil disobedience, please wear a mask. It will protect you from COVID nineteen and cameras. So um, wear your mask. Be safe. Be safe twice. Dummy. That's it. All right. That's it. Um, Oklahoma City. Next week, we back, baby. We back. Don't we have to do one more like this? Yeah. No, this is it. No, because we're gonna we need it for. Oh, really? Yeah, we're gonna have one more, and then we're oh, on the God left. damn it! But after the next one, we are in face to face. So this is the last. So we got to do one more over the phone yeah. quarantine podcast. Yeah. Are you are you gonna wear a mask when we do the podcast? Fuck no, nigga. <laughs> we're gonna go raw all the way. I'm talking clinical, nigga. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'm Andy Comedy. You can find all my uh, andycomedy.com. You can find all my social media in the upper right hand corner. Yeah, uh, you know me, Aries Spears, 45 at Hotmail for all your emails. Love you. One more week of this shit, and then the boys are back. There we go. All right, I'm out. Can you feel it, baby?